0: Let's turn to the uh, judge's inquiry into the declaration of the uh, Emergencies Act by the federal government. And aspects of this uh, took a few dramatic turns yesterday. And for uh, interpretive uh, information here, we turn to Marika Walsh from the Globe and Mail. Marika, it's nice to have you back. Good morning.
1: Good morning, John.
0: Let's first talk about what was offered as testimony yesterday, and we were hearing uh, about a bit of a difference of opinion, I guess, during the time of the convoy protest and leading up to it between Ottawa police and the OPP. That apparently the OPP supplied all kinds of intelligence that these truckers were planning on becoming entrenched, and the OPP was fairly convinced that it would all be over in three days.
1: It, 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 there's a, a really a fire hose of information, John, and there's a lot of threads coming out. Certainly, um, the Ottawa Police Service I think put on its strongest defense yet, or its best effort at a strong defense at its actions last winter, in which the interim chief said simply, "Yes, we knew there were all these trucks coming." But we've had truck protests or vehicle protests before in Ottawa, and the Ottawa police could not have predicted what he called the community violence or community trauma that this particular protest brought. And, of course, the Commission Council is really pushing the city police force on that and questioning that because the OPP was very clear in its intelligence reports that this convoy could you know, disrupt the city, could block the streets. And so then how how is the scale of disruption not expected? And adding to that, we saw internal communications or evidence of internal communications within the Ottawa police with at least one senior police officer saying there is a bizarre disconnect between the intelligence that the police is getting and the plan that it's developing to respond to it. So a lot of push and pull still on there. Clearly, a lot of evidence of intelligence reports that there was something big coming for Ottawa and the Ottawa police saying that it just wasn't declarative enough and that there was still also a lot of evidence that it would be short, that it would only be one weekend and
0: and we'd all go back to our lives. Meanwhile, Doug Ford, I mean, I don't think they're issuing subpoenas, are they? But he was invited to testify. They want to know more about how the Ontario government was thinking and acting during the time of the convoy protests. And Doug Ford is refusing to appear, as a matter of fact, to the point of lawyering up to resist. What's going on?
1: Quite a quite a surprising development yesterday afternoon, John. In part because the premier's office has not at all suggested that they've been invited to be interviewed by the commission and testify by the commission, and been refusing. Um, what's going on is that the commission has actually decided to compel Premier Doug Ford and then Solicitor General Sylvia Jones to testify at the commission. They were invited multiple times to do interviews with commission lawyers and then to testify at commission. All of those requests were, com- were refused, excuse me, and now the commission wants to compel them and the response from the premier's office is to fight it court so this obviously puts a lot more focus on what it is that Doug Ford has to say that he does not want to have to say in front of a commission where he would be a sworn witness raises a lot more questions about the the behind-the-scenes machinations in Ontario but of course it could also be a political strategy to avoid what has so far been an unpleasant experience for any witness taking the stand in Ottawa so far.
0: Thanks a lot for this, Marika. Always nice to have uh, you witnessing all of these proceedings and then uh, providing us with insight (laughs) into what's going on. Good to have you.
1: Thanks, John. Take care.